Mom, I'm recording my podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gen Z Jibber Jabber. And if you're new, welcome. We're so glad to have you. This week, we're going to talk about social media, just like last week. I think we ended on TikTok last time. So let's just get right into it. See what we have to say this week, dear Jesus. So, Carmen, why don't you tell us about your social media story, favorite story of the moment? Of course. I thought that I would add a little positivity, a little a little meaningful little story. As you know, I'm a very positive <laughs> person. Just kidding. But I try to be. And this has kind of happened over the quarantine. I guess it's not so recent, but it kind of is. But this wonderful artist named Grace Owen, who happens to be in this thing that me and a couple of friends founded called Pink Door Collective, which follows on Instagram. Um, yeah, so basically she blew up. Like she's an LSU student. She's an artist. She's in graphic design. And she, it was just like this crazy thing where she blew up overnight because she made this art for Black Lives Matter. It was a quote. And um, it was just crazy. I mean, I don't even know. You probably follow her. It's stuff Grace made on Instagram. And I think that she, I mean, I kept checking her follower account whenever this happened because it was like everyone was posting this thing, like people using it. I saw like Vanessa Hudgens posted it. Kylie Jenner posted it from everyone else. And like, it was crazy. How many followers does she have now? She had probably like, I don't know, maybe a thousand followers. She has 54,000 followers now on Instagram. Right on Grace Owen. And that's just, it was, I was like overnight. It was crazy. I don't know. It was just something that I've never seen personally happen to anyone that I know, but I know it happens to people all the time. People, social media makes people famous, obviously. We know that, but. That's probably so awesome for her to be able to expand her art. Right. I mean, she sold a ton of prints and she donated all of it. That's so, awesome. I mean, all the funds. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I don't really know remember, too much else. I haven't talked to her personally, but I mean. I, when that first got posted, I hadn't seen the post yet. And then I was on Instagram and I clicked on Casey Musgraves' Instagram story. And it was like the the quote. And then it had stuff Grace made tagged. And I was like. That's crazy. I was like, what? And I clicked on it to make sure it was like her. And I was like, oh my gosh, like Grace Owen is blowing up. It was crazy stuff. I'm just, it was almost unbelievable. No, I texted her and she was like, it's literally been insane. Like I have so many orders, but I mean, go off. Yeah. And especially, like, I mean, it's not only, I mean, I'm sure it's great for her, but it's it definitely was spreading awareness, and she was donating all the money, which is, like, such an awesome thing to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was my little story to tell on behalf of Grace Owen. Oh, I guess I'll go first. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I am hooked on Hibiscus LaCroix, for one. <laughs> Me too! <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so glad you like this flavor. It's so good. I was been drinking it the whole time. I didn't know that anyone else. Oh wait, Rachel and I, we both love LaCroix. Never mind. I'm an idiot. People always make fun of me for it, except Rachel. Carmen and I, we have a lot of differing opinions, but we we are on the same page about things that matter. Yeah. Oh my god. I LaCroix? How do you feel about hate. LaCroix? I hate LaCroix. Should we kick leave, you out of the podcast? Leave the chat. 
with Literally. the largest passion. Okay, I will say I'm a recent convert. LaCroix used to make me want to throw up. Every time my mom would drink it, she would rub it in my face. But then maybe two months ago, I just decided to have a sip and I was like, okay, this is like fun water. And then I realized it didn't have any calories. This might right. well be a LaCroix sponsorship, but like I freaking <laughs> don't remember life pre-LaCroix. It's everything. You guys, you guys want to know my first time with LaCroix story? Sure. Tell me about your first time. So <laughs> imagine the day starts and it's about mm, maybe 4 a.m. And my dad, my brother, and my grandpa want to take me on a hunting trip. Oh, wow. Yes. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, 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 me. Me, me, Zach Benoit on a hunting trip. So I'm already annoyed, you know. Mm-hmm. So then. What are y'all going hunting like, for? I think ducks. Okay. Typical. And so it, it's about mm, two hours in. I haven't drank or ate anything. And I'm getting pretty parched, you know? <laughs> and so I go to the ice chest where my grandpa was providing the drinks. And the only thing in this ice chest is LaCroix. Sounds like heaven to me. And so I'm like, well, I don't know what this tastes like. Let me try it, you know. I'll give it a chance. You know, I'd like a water bottle, but it's fine. And so I I open the can of LaCroix. You know, you hear the crisp opening of the can. It is crisp. I can't open mine right now. Just, (laughs) that's what it sounds like. And I put, I put, I put the LaCroix in my mouth and immediately am disgusted. So, swine you are. so I set down my LaCroix and I'm like, I can't do this. This is disgusting. So then I get extremely parched. And I'm like, oh my God, all we have is LaCroix. So I end up having to, like, I hate it so much that I put, I would put it in my mouth, swish it around and then spit it out. Well, that's the wrong way to drink LaCroix. Yes, it is. I would open that ice chest and I would have heard the angels singing from above. I would have rolled in the ice chest. It would have been a wondrous activity for me. But I just feel bad for you. You can't let it sit in your mouth. It's it's definitely like a going... Never mind. It's it's just something... I like to let it sit there for a second. A little tingle. A little sensation. Gross. (laughs) Okay, but okay, I have another thing that I like. I moved on this week even though I love Hibiscus LaCroix. I listened to this podcast called Broken Record with Rick Rubin. I don't know if y'all listen to it, but it is fantastic. And basically it's just like interviewing different artists. Yeah. But it's, and it's like this, honestly, it's like really intimate and kind of unscripted. We try to script this podcast, but it doesn't always go well, but (laughs) um, it's really cool. And so recently I think this was like last week's episode or like before they had the Beastie Boys on there and Spike Jones and it was the funniest shit I've ever listened to in my life because they have all these inside jokes because Rick Rubin actually he's worked with a lot of artists and he used to like produce for the Beastie Boys and basically they were just like in college and like chilling and they have all these weird inside jokes about going to White Castle and stuff and it was really funny. And so I highly recommend it. Also, if you don't like the Beastie Boys or whatever, they have like a ton of episodes with random artists like you're bound to find they have like a pentatonics one hmm. and like um 
something for everyone. everyone vampire weekend i don't really but go go listen to it again not sponsored by them i wish it was i'd love rick rubin but anyway that's what i'm hooked on um so this week i am hooked on <sighs> the hamilton <laughs> hamill film was just released and <laughs> As a theater kid who was blossoming in 2016, um, it brought back all the memories of my, like, young theater days of the only thing that I listened to. Like, the absolute only thing I listened to on repeat was the Hamilton original Broadway cast album. And I just have so many memories associated with that, with, like, Because back then, like, me and my theater friends, we'd hang out, like, every day. Like, that's who I hung out with. Like, that was every day. And I love them. And they're my favorite people. But everything we did would end up becoming, like, a Hamilton sing-along. Like, literally everything. I remember one time we... This is some theater kid stuff right here. Um, We were mad at one of our friends. (laughs) that was in the theater group and we took burn from hamilton and we rewrote every single lyric that's not true oh are you serious i have a video of it because we videoed it and sent it to her but (gasps) also it's such tea but like also that like the person it was about is literally like my best friend in the world like i love her and um, so we rewrote the whole like thing to like match with what was going on. Like we put in like her name, like the people she was hanging out with. Like we literally went off and like rewrote the whole song and performed it. Like fully all of us made a video performing said new song and honestly, great times in my life. So go watch the Hamill film. It was wondrous. I watched it on the 4th of July and it felt so good. You know, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I've never seen it. I, I listened to the soundtrack here and there, but I didn't know it word for word like most kids. I would dare say most kids. Like, it was pretty freaking popular. Yeah, I knew it word for word and I'm not a theater kid. I do like musicals, but like, it was almost like a rite of passage back then. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I knew it sound for sound. Like, wow. I can give you every background noise that happens. Yes, he did. <laughs> I, I loved how the stage is, is set up. Like, it's not a complicated set, but then they have that spinny thing in the middle. Right. And then they use dancers to change the scene. Like, I just mm-hmm. thought that was all really impressive. That's awesome, yeah. And the dancing in it, like, it seems not impressive, but whenever it's, I think it's during Satisfied. And it's like rewinding and everything's in yes. slow mo. My mom there are... audibly gasped. She freaked out when that happened. Yeah, it's the also lifts, well done. Yeah. The lifts that happen in that song, like the lifts that the dancers do of like like other people, like whenever they're doing like lifts, like dance lifts, like and they're in slow mo, so it's like so slow. Like that's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and there's another moment that I loved. I don't know what song it's in, but they mentioned Thomas, I know, Ben Franklin with the electricity mm-hmm. and the kite thing. And then there's 
three little strands of sparks that fall from the sky and it's very subtle and it only lasts for maybe half a second but i caught that and i was like oh my god no like I've, it's been all over tiktok like things you missed in hamilton and there's yes. so many little details that i literally and i've watched it like three times now <laughs> no me too like i'm i've like there's nothing else i did in 2016 but listen to hamilton and some of the stuff coming up on tiktok where like it's talking about like how the whole show is actually from Eliza's perspective. I and, saw like, that. Eliza, like the end. Have you seen the one about the end where uh -huh. whenever, whenever Lit or Hamilton is crosses behind her, he like crosses behind her and then they see each other. Whenever mm -hmm. they see each other, that is Eliza seeing not Hamilton, but Lynn. And then he asks her to like trust him and then she grabs his hand and they walk forward and Eliza breaks the fourth wall and sees the audience, which is her seeing Hamilton's story being shown to like right. massive groups of people. And that's why she gasped at the end because she's so like, just like sad and happy about like everyone finally getting to see what she had been talking about this whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, like that was, a crazy ending and so clever i just love it i thought it was well done yeah Ooh, there's so much more we could do if if y'all want a hamilton episode we will do one so just let us know <laughs> i've seen Please. so many little things i could talk about but anyway we'll just we move do on a broadway episode Oh, okay. No, that's a good idea. If you guys like have episode requests, please dm one of us. We're yeah. running yeah, short you, on those, so you know you know where to find us. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, in conclusion, uh, my favorite thing from this week is the music that's coming out of the Black Lives Matter movement. So I thought, I was driving thinking to myself sometime a few weeks ago, I was like, you know, there is just absolutely no music coming out of this movement. I'm really disappointed. I was like, where are you, Beyonce? Next day, she drops Black Parade. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'll play a little bit of a snippet of Black Parade by Beyonce. And then another song that we're loving is called I Can't Breathe by Her, and it sounds like this. Do you guys call her H-E-R or her? I say her. I say her. I think she's amazing. Kind of Alicia Keys vibes, like very thoughtful singer-songwriter. I just, I think she's a great artist. Yeah, and I watched her Tiny Desk. It was nice. Me too. The other thing that's surprising, so I was driving to Big Lake last night, and I know y'all probably aren't into country, and I'm really not. Like, I wasn't until I moved to Canada. And then I, I, was like, I am a little bit of a country fan. Oh yeah. It depends. Okay. Not new country as much. Yes. But I make some exceptions to new country. Anyway, continue. So I feel like when going to Big Lake, when I'm not at home, I feel more inclined to play country music. So I am headed I'm on the road. I have my, you know, new country whatever so I can figure out what's going on. And then I hear this song that comes on my little my old 
Ford Fusion screen, and it says, Black Like Me. And I said, what? Is <laughs> it, am I on the right playlist? Like, who is this? And then I hear this country song, and it's all about, like, it's, it's the same four-chord song that you've heard in every single new country with the snaps and all. Mm-hmm. But then the lyrics are like, you, you'll never know what it's like to be black like me. And I was like, who is this girl? Is this okay? And then I look her up, and she's this black country singer, female. That's awesome. Let, let me pull it up. I was just about falling out the car. Like, <laughs> It's called, Mickey, her name is Mickey Guyton. I don't know who and, that is. Yeah, let, let's play a little bit of that, too. Now I'm all grown up and nothing has changed. Yeah, it's still the same. It's a hard life on easy street. Just white painted picket fences far as you can see. If you think we live in the land of the free, you should try. So, to say the least, I was shocked. And even though I personally don't think the song is, like, fabulous, I think it's fabulously needed to be in the yeah. country. Right. So, rock on Mickey Guyton. And that's rock what I'm on. on this week. Because, like, that's, that's, like, my tea with country music is, like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of groups are very underrepresented in country music. Yeah. Yes. And I think that it's, that's really big that they're actually starting to represent someone different. Yeah, like, that's, maybe that guy from Hootie and the Blowfish, like, what's his name, Darius Rucker. (laughs) Darius Rucker. Became a country star. And then there's, like, Kane, I don't even know, I'm really kind of still learning everything. But I can name maybe three black country artists. I really like Casey Musgraves. Like, she's a big inspiration for me, and I think that the um, her, she uses her platform really well for mm-hmm. showing different, like, LGBTQ, um, just, like, people, and Black Lives Matter. Like, she's been very vocal about that, and I think that's a really big deal. Yeah, me too. Now, let me say something really quick, because I know we're running out of time, but this message is to Lucia Revere. I used to dislike Casey Musgraves, but as I became a happier person, the more I like her now. Isn't that right crazy? On. Transformation. That right is a great segue into um, our little our shout, out. shout out list that we have. Woo! So thank you guys so much for tuning into our very first episode. We appreciate that greatly. Some people we especially want to thank are Sine. Lucia, just from that moment. Kennedy. Message. Julia. Shirley. Juliet. <laughs> yeah. That's my list. Those are our and then I would, oh, I would also know. like to shout out um, Danielle. Mm-hmm. I would like to shout out my lovely parents. Techmel. Techmel and Keegan, Dr. Keegan Lejeune. Y'all want to get a shout out on the next episode? Just let one of us know. Oh, I would like to also shout out all the millennials that texted me very <laughs> angrily after our last episode. <laughs> I like the put a disclaimer in the description. I put a disclaimer in the description. And it was like we don't discriminate, but like Gen Zs are the best. That's my biased opinion. I'm so sorry, millennials. I mean, we actually I'm are here sorry. For it. Like, give me all your tea if right. you want to like tell me about my podcast. Like, come on, give it to me. Honestly, yeah. All right, thank you guys so much for listening to. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Gen Z, 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 Gen
Thanks everyone for tuning in this week and make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so our show can be in your library. Our cover art is by at m.shreen, that's C-H-R-E-E-N-E. On Instagram, you should go give her a follow. She's pretty cool. And if you have any questions, topic suggestions, or you want to shout out anything, DM us on Instagram. You're always welcome in our DMs. Um, <laughs> mine is at C-A-R-M-E-N-L-E-J-U-N-E. Zach's is at Zach the Tree, and Zach is with the C-H. And then Rachel's is at R-J-U-D-22. Also, we just activated this thing, and if you have the funds to support us, the link to our listener support is in the podcast description, and you can donate to help us make our podcast even better. So thanks again, and we'll see you next week.